Hey guys, welcome back to another episode on this podcast, Shut Up and Listen. I'm your host, Gassi, and I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in once more. I greatly appreciate your support. But if you are new here, we're going to be diving into topics ranging from murder mysteries, urban legends, conspiracy theories, among other things. So, if you find any of those topics interesting, I invite you to tune in, grab a drink, snack, blanket, kick your feet up, and shut up and listen. Alrighty, on today's episode, we're going to be talking about a topic that has been heavily debated then and still now. So, what makes a serial killer slash murderer? Well, are people born to be serial killers slash murderers? Or is the act of killing someone or something learned? Okay, so already looking into today's topic, I must start off by saying I personally don't believe anyone is born evil or born to kill, but it is common knowledge that anything can be learned. Some researchers argue that genetics can play a huge role in the brutal behavior of a serial killer. Researchers have found most of them carry the quote-unquote warrior gene, which, as I stated, is linked to increased aggression. That being said, what truly makes someone become a serial killer slash murderer? Well, we are all aware of some of the most notoriously dangerous, charismatic, intelligent, and evil serial killers. Among those famous are Ted Bundy, Charles Manson, Jeffrey Dahmer, Aileen Warnos, Richard Ramirez, Albert Fish, among many others. And all these guys made an unpopular popular name and reputation for themselves. It is said that almost all serial killers have suffered some kind of trauma in their early childhood, whether that being physical, emotional, or some type of sexual abuse or neglect, along with other underlying factors such as the environment they grew up in. But there have also been a great percentage of people who were brought up in abusive environments and where they endured abuse themselves, and they are not murderers. However, although uncommon, it can also happen where potential murderers or serial killers grow up and have fairly normal upbringings, which therefore also cancels out early childhood trauma being a factor in their development. But it doesn't cancel it out completely. Moving on, I've also come to find that not only does early early development (laughs) play a big role in one's potential to be more likely to become a murderer, but serial killers and murderers are said to share similar traits. From a Meyer-Briggs point of view, serial killers can be either highly calculating or spontaneously impulsive depending on their specific personality type that may be the ITSTP or ESTP personality type meaning 
these types of personalities fall into the category of most of them being psychopaths and maybe charismatic or socially engaging if needed and sociopaths being skilled manipulators and although don't feel much empathy or remorse do have the ca uh, capacity to mimic social cues that they can emulate and gain the trust of others. Now, this doesn't mean that all serial killers fall into those exact personality types. In fact, there are many other personalities out there, but those are just a few. However, it is very much known that murderers tend to be the biggest freaks out there, but are clearly very good at hiding those traits. When he did, of course. Which means that even your next-door neighbor, your boss, friend, or family member could potentially be a serial killer. <laughs> Fun fact. Most of you all know, or not, <laughs> that it is said that most serial killers are born in the month of November. Now, I don't know how true that may be, but... Many people believe November is a cursed month, and people born in November believe they've gotten the raw deal in life and were seen to be more pessimistic. Also, their zodiac sign, the Scorpio, holds up the reputation of being jealous, powerful, vengeful, and secretive, which leads us back to our serial killer's nature or nurture. Who really knows, right? Well, something has been nagging at my brain, and it's pretty much uh, what could be the main reason as to why serial killers, well, kill. It is said that a psychological gratification is usually the motive for serial killing, and many serial killings involve some sexual contact with the victims, but the FBI, quote-unquote, states that motives of serial killers can include anger, thrill-seeking, thrill financial gain, mental illness, and attention-seeking. Along with most serial killers being loners who fear all relationships and seek to control, to destroy other people, to eliminate the possibility of any type of humiliation, rejection, hurt, or abuse. I guess you could say a defense mechanism? Which is kind of sad when you think about it. I mean, you know, just life's like a box of chocolates. You never know where you're going to get. And then some people who, I guess you could say, end up being murderers or serial killers, you know, get the shittiest types of chocolates, you know, the box had to offer but nah never mind it's still fucked up that still doesn't excuse their way of thinking and actions towards others <laughs> clearly there's a lot more psychological issues at hand here and are still being evaluated and examined by doctors and psychologists in order to better understand how the mind of each individual serial killer works anyway this is my take on serial killers but I want to know what you guys think. Are serial killers nature or nurture? It's not too far-fetched to think we might be walking past a murderer every day. Or it could be someone we know. 
and we wouldn't even think that they would ever harm a fly. I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Please let me know what you guys think. I'm very curious to know. And as always, I thank you guys for tuning in. I hope you all stay safe, make good choices, and have a great rest of your day. Bye. Thank you.